This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, we are back at the 10-minute Halacha Rosh YPLA. Last week, and welcome to everyone on Torah Anytime. Last week, we spoke about shaving with different electric shavers. And many people have asked, what about growing the peot on the side? You see a big discrepancy. Some people, they, they grow uh, these very long peot. Some have earmuffs. Yeah, we call them the brisker peot. Some don't have any peot at all. I don't have any peot at all. And uh, I used to. I used to. But, so, so, so there's all different... Uh, approaches to this and uh, just to give a short synopsis of what's done what's the common custom and what is the halacha over here so first of all strict halacha yeah strict halacha strict halacha the the the, the gemar in masechet makot says that the peota rosh the exact area of Piotr Rosh, the way the Rivan, whose Rivan is the parish instead of Rashi over there, explains it's from where the where the uh, the forehead is a little bit, there's an empty space in the forehead, all the way down to behind the ear. So it's this whole area, which people make a big mistake sometimes. They shave the area right by their temple, and that's, and they could shave it even shorter than... Um, than, than, than having anything left on. So that's a problem. So I don't know if we mentioned this last week or not, but there's a machloket between the Rambam and the Rosh. By Peota Rosh, whether, whether somebody shaves them with scissors or a scissor action, is that allowed or not? The Rambam says that it's permitted. You're only not allowed to shave Peota Rosh with your razor just like you're not allowed to do to the beard. But the Rosh says that it's better not to shave at all, even with misparaim ke'entar, even with scissor action, you're not allowed to shave the peota Rosh, which is, in other words, the beard, you're allowed to shave with scissors, with scissor action. We spoke about last week about shave or scissor action. But the peota Rosh, you're not even allowed to do the scissor action. It has to be a little bit left. How much? That's also not clear. The Bir Allah and Simon Reish Nunalev seems to say anything that's left behind is okay. And even though by the laws of Nazir, the Rambam brings, you have to have, the hair has to be at least a little bit long that it can fold over on its own. But it's not, not mentioned anything of that in, uh, in Peota Rosh. But if you leave number two in the machine, it's for sure okay. Maybe even number one would be okay. But definitely not to do zero because the, the Shulchan Aruch does bring the Rosh and he says, Yesh Lachosh Ledivrem. But if somebody shaves totally with a, a trimmer, his, his peota rosh, he has the rambam to rely on. And even though we don't follow that lehalacha, but it's not that he doesn't have what to rely on. He has the rambam to rely on, but lehalacha, we don't follow that. So lehalacha, we keep peota rosh at least a number one or, uh, or a number two preferably. And what's the area? As we mentioned, the whole area from the top of the forehead down to the back of the ear. The chazanish says you round it off a little bit more. But, which means when you go to a barber and he's sh- and he's like he's really like shaving your head very very close, you got to tell him to be careful the peota rosh not to touch. Anybody who gets a buzz, they have to be very careful that the peota rosh close to the temple. People don't know that. Um, but okay, and how far down? 
how far down. So here there's also a big discussion how far down that, uh, that, that um, it, it seems to be from the Rishonim that where the jaw opens, where if you open and close, you have, uh, you have the temple area. That is, in other words, it's right below the, where the, the earlobe will start. That's until where the Peyota Rosh goes. There are some who want to contend that you go even below the earlobe, which is sideburns. You have really those sideburns, those 70s look. Called boots. The side, what? Called boots. Called boots, yeah. And, uh, and, and there's a Shilot Uchuvot Eretz Atzvi. He was a Magid Shir in the Yeshivat Chachmei Milublin. And he writes that, uh, that, that he, do, he doesn't understand even though it seems to be from the Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch had Sofa Ozen, it can't literally mean at the end of the earlobe because the Rishonim all say that it's the point where you open and close your jaw. That's where it will be. It's a little higher up. It says, nevertheless, he found in a Midrash. And the Midrash writes that, he, this is a letter that he wrote to the Ger Rebbe, the Imre Emet, before the war. And, and, and he, he, he writes that he found in the Midrash that Bnei Yisrael leave their, leave their sideburns. Because of Darke Amori, not to resemble the Goyim, they would leave them down to the cybersees. That's the Minag Yisrael. But Lehalacha, as I mentioned, the, the overwhelming uh, opinion of the Poskim say that as long as it's by the temple area, that's okay. As long as it's by the temple area, that's okay. Fine. So now we know the Piotarosh, you have to leave them a little bit, a minimal amount, and it has to be up to the temple area. How long do they have to be? We mentioned as long as it's a number one. So why do people have peot? Where does this come from? Do be, who, is the custom of peot only by Hasidim? Is it by Ashkenazim? Is it by Sephardim? So let's start with let's start with the with the with the with the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch writes in Siman Kuf Pealif Sif Tet that you leave the peot up until the, the, the whole area that we mentioned. Until the Metzach, and he says, and from that whole area, you shouldn't touch. So what does that mean? You shouldn't touch. I would think that you shouldn't touch mean means that you don't even you don't even uh, you don't even cut it at all. You just let it grow. And indeed, there's a Sefer Tiferet Israel on the Mishnayot, the Yachin over there. Ot Yud Gimel that writes, and I'll read you his language. Bet peoten echad miyamin ha-metzach v'echad mismolo v'shiyuran b'emshech kol keneged ha-tsa'adin. He calls him shlempin, tlempin, whatever, that's how you said it in Yiddish. Ad lemata me'atzad b'makom sh'alechi ha-tachton bolet. Ukmo ken hu shiyur orech ha-se'arot. That is also the length of the se'arot has to be until the temple. That means you have to let the peot grow at least, he does. He says, at least until the temple. That's the Tiferet Yisrael. So according to Tiferet Yisrael, lehalacha, you, should, you have to let your peot grow. The Chatam Sofer says, that's not what it means. He says, the Chatam Sofer, in Teshuvot, Chelekal, Simen Kuf, Nun Dalit, says that's not what it means. As it just means that Loti Gaboyed, you can't be mashchit them. You can't shave them off with a razor or according to the rush even with trimmer you have to leave a little bit behind that's what lotigo boyad means and that seems to be the accepted opinion not everyone grows peot because this tiferet israel is not accepted but it is a source it is a source but where do most people grow their peot where does that where do most people where do they get that from 
there is in the writings of the Arizal, Likute Torah on the Parashiot, Parashat Kedoshim. In the Arizal, it's written that there is a halachic, uh, th- there is a, uh, a very important Kabbalistic distinction between the Peot Arosh and the Peot Zakan. And he calls it that the Peot Arosh is, is um, hair is, is Midat Adin, Din is Gematria Elohim, which is Midat Adin, and the Pea is, uh, so Peot Arosh is Din. And and therefore, the Peota Rosh shouldn't mix with the Peota Zakan, which we call the Dikna. There's 13 places. Peota Dikna, which is, uh, um, there's a whole Zohar and Idra about it, about, about the Peota Dikna. And the Peota Rosh shouldn't mix with the Peota Dikna. I mean, this is all Kabbalistic things that are written also in the Itz Chaim. Uh, that in there's a state there's a there's an ex, there's an expression in the Gemara in Malchut Nogad that means one kingdom doesn't impede on the other kingdom even a hairbreadth. That means that if you think that you know you have your position and you're afraid your friend is going to steal your position, one position is not going to intersect with the other position even a hairbreadth. You don't have to worry about that. But says the Arizal, it also means it in a literal force, in a literal sense. The hair of the head shouldn't mix with the hair of the zakan. How do you know, by the way, the hair of the zakan? The Eretz Tzvi says, you know, if people start getting gray in their beard, starts getting around here gray, but they don't necessarily get gray in their hair. That's where you know there's a distinction. He says, that's one of the proofs he knows it's from the temple. <laughs> that's the areas from the temple, not from the bottom of the, of the earlobe. Interesting, right? So, so, um, so he writes that, so according to the Arizal, he says that the hair of the head shouldn't mix with the hair of the beard. But he says that, that uh, the, the, the Rav Chaim Vital writes that he saw his Rebbe, the, the Arizal, would leave his hair grow until the beard. That means according to the Arizal, it seems to imply, it would seem to be implied from the Arizal, that you shouldn't have long peot that flow more than the area of peot azakan, which is by the, uh, which is by the temple. It shouldn't flow more. Could be that you could put them around your ear. Could be that would work. So it's interesting. So it's interesting. The Sefer Mayim Chaim of Rav, uh, of Rav Yosef Mashash, who was a, a, a prominent Moroccan Rav, and he writes in Shilotu Shavot Mayim Chaim that the Minig, that he writes, I'll tell you the exact place, is Chelik Bet Mansadi Bet. He says that the, the Minig in Morocco was that. Before the French people came to Morocco, they would grow their peot and put them behind the ear. Baba Sali also behind the ear. Now, where does that come from? It seems to be from the Arizal. I mean, we could say it's the Tiferet Yisrael that, that, that they grew it, but it seems to be from the Arizal that they would grow it and they would put it behind their ears. That way, it doesn't intersect with peot azakan. The Hasidim let it grow and let it flow into the beard. So the Darkei Tshuva, which was the father of the Munkat Sherebi, writes that he spoke to uh, the, the Sar Sholem, the Belzerov, and others, and, uh, and, and uh, it meant that it should go up until where the beard ends. But not longer. Not pay us till the floor. Not longer. And uh, Rav, uh, Rav Yaakov Hillel in Vayashev Ayam, Chelek Aleph, Siman, Yud Gimel, I'm sorry, Simon Yudbet. No, Simon Yudalit, I'm sorry. Has a long discussion about this. And, uh, and he proves, I mean, he, 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 he has a, a long discussion on different works of the Arizal. I'm sorry, it's actually Simon. Um, 
Yud Dalit. And he has he has a he has a long he has a long discussion about this, and he says that there are opinions in Kabbalah that learn the uh, Arizal to say that it, that that the peyot could grow beyond. So pe- those who have peyot that grow beyond, they have what to rely on. However, he writes that there are three places from the Rashash, and there are places that are written in the uh, in the uh, in the um, in the works of the Shemen Sason, one of the great Mekubalim, that the peyot shouldn't extend into the beard, which is once again why I mentioned the minhag of the of the Sfaradim is that they that they would if those do, did grow peyot they would go behind the ear so that it shouldn't intersect with peyot azakan, and that's the custom of many Ashkenazim that grow peyot, and peyot means everything over here, but it doesn't intersect into the beard. They go, it, it goes behind the beard. So it comes out that the minag of the, of the Hasidim is the one that requires the most explanation. Why? And there, is a, there is a few places in the Ben Ishchai where he talks about in Torah Lishma. He says that the longer the better. In Torah Lishma, Siman Shin Peitet, which is attributed to the Ben Ishchai, the longer the better. And he explains, and he, 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 there's Drushim, there's like his discourses that he gave to the Tzibor. And in Parashat Zachor, uh, uh, the Ben Ishchai, um, he, 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 he encourages his community to grow peot and not to be embarrassed. And he says that's what it means when, um, when Haman was complaining about the Jews. says, and they have peot. He says, he says, Vedatem, says in the Pasuk, Vedatem, uh, Vedatem Shonot, and their, uh, their, 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 their religion is, is different. You know what that means? Says the, uh, says the Ben Ishchai. Sheaya enot saro bepeot, sheaya darkam isban kadmon laniach peot gedulim. Because the Jews used to leave their peot. Rabbi Rashi told me, as a matter of fact, that he saw in a Haggadah that they found these hieroglyphics from old writings and pictures of Jews, and they had, and they had peot. Like to see that, and uh, you know the Temanim also they're very proud of their peyot called Simanim, so there's definitely what to rely on to have it to have long peyot. But if you would read the Pashtuta Divrei Arizal, it seems to be that it shouldn't extend into peyot azakad, and if it does, probably put it behind the ear would be the best. But that's according to the Arizal, those who want to follow according to Kabbalah. There are many great Sephardic Rosh Yeshiva that they follow the Arizal and everything, and they don't have peyot at all. They, 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 they have regular Rav Ben I think if you look closely at the picture of Yitzchak Kaduri, I'm not sure if he had or not. You look at the Rav Yudat Satka, even Yibadel Chaim Tovim Rav Ben Sion His father was a great Mikubel, and he also follows the words of the Arizal. They don't have peyot, and uh, and they explain based on the Arizal is that I think we asked Rav Ben Sion Mutsafi's son-in-law. This is the way he said it that that. Um, that that in Malchut Nogad Bechaverta Filukla Malinia, Nima, you have to be very careful that the Pelta Rosh don't mix with Pelta Zakan. So I guess in order to do that, you, you just keep a close cut and you're Yotze everything. So I guess everyone who doesn't have Peot, they also fulfill a school of thought in the Arizal. It doesn't say that you have to grow Peot, just that you make sure that it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't intersect. So what we thought is that uh, long Peot is definitely the only way to go if you want to follow the works of the Arizal. doesn't seem to be that way. So I thought that's interesting. Okay, everybody should have a great and blessed day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.